Welcome to the Simple Theologian Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And we are glad you're with us this week. The Simple Theologian Podcast is all about taking uh, complex theological issues and trying to bring them from the mountaintop to the street. And uh, so the way we do that is we follow up our in-real-life conversation uh, from Doubt on Tap each week. And Doubt on Tap is a weekly conversation that the Simple Theologians host. Uh, it's Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock at the Tap Room, uh, which is located at? 201 West Michigan Avenue in uh, rather frosty downtown Ypsilanti currently. <laughs> so we, boy, I got to tell you, I really hope you will, uh, if you listen to this podcast on the regular but haven't made it out to Doubt on Tap, uh, please come out. It is just, it's a fantastic time. It it could very well be the best part of your week. It really could be. It really could be. And, and particularly because our personal waiter, Justin, is just absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, I was I was very sad to hear that he will not be present for oh, Christmas, Christmas Eve on tap. tap. Yeah, uh, it's understandable him getting away, getting a little break, um, but. You know, well, I, the conversation I had with him is that uh, he's not working that night, but if it may stop in. Oh, sweet! So, cool. um, I I take that as he's being nice and yeah, for sure. Know, he was nice enough to put up our posters. And That's right. That's right. Which I is great. saw uh, as I was pre-gaming this week. I saw uh, a couple people come up and take pictures of it. Awesome. Um, so for for Christmas Eve on for tap. Christmas Eve on tap. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, uh, yeah. So, so should, that's so we, should probably, we should probably plan that thing. I think. <laughs> yeah, we probably should. <laughs> hey, so we got a so a couple quick announcements. Number one, uh, this coming Tuesday night, December seventeenth, is our Hope Clinic White Elephant gift party at Doubt on Tap. Uh, for more information, please go to uh, the Doubt on Tap Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Doubt on Tap. You can get all of all of the uh, shopping lists and everything you need to know. Uh, there, uh, what we do is is instead of getting crap out of one another's basements and wrapping up and giving gag gifts, uh, what we do is we buy gifts off a list from Hope Clinic here in Ypsilanti that, that really serves the least of these. And uh, we wrap them up. We play White Elephant uh, gift-giving game and stealing game. And at the end of the night, uh, each each item on this list is given a point total. So then each gift that everybody has in front of them gets a uh, a, a value and whoever has the highest value gift at the end of the night is going to win one million. One million. Or ten one hundred grand bars. Well, yes. But I don't know how to say that because it's not <laughs> dollars. And I don't want to say one million hundred grand. Yeah, no. That, yeah. So you just say one million. You're going to win a million. Yeah. You need to, uh, you to could text win a, me and remind me to pick those up. You could win way. a cool mill. You could win like... A cool, a cool, a tasty sweet, mill. A sweet mill. A sweet mill a on sweet uh, mill. on Tuesday night, December seventeenth, <laughs> eight p.m. at the Tap Room, which is located at two hundred one West Michigan Avenue. I think we already covered this in we, we, uh, frosty, frosty Ypsilanti. That's right, but you know what? Sometimes you gotta hit it twice, man. Yeah. Uh, good marketing says hit it seven times for it to stick. So two hundred one West Michigan <laughs> Avenue. Two hundred one West Michigan oh Avenue. Two hundred one West Michigan Avenue. Oh my gosh, you're like a child. Two hundred one West Michigan Avenue. All right, and that is Tuesday night, eight o'clock. December 17th. Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, December 17th. <laughs> Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. No. And then the following Tuesday <laughs> is Christmas Eve. 
Yes. And uh, the Simple Theologians with uh, the Acts 13 Network and uh, the St. Matthew's United Methodist Church are hosting and Christmas Cherry in Cherry Hill. Hill. United Methodist Church are hosting uh, Christmas Eve on tap. I'm so stinking excited, dude. I So so usually usually when we do the 5 o'clock service in the church That's right. here, uh, we have a 5 and a 7 that my kids can make it to. Uh, and usually at the five and the seven, they do. Michaela uh, does a song. She'll play on her ukulele and do uh, "Away in a Manger" or right. something. It was really cute. Uh, it it's it, it gets less cute and more impressive as she gets older. Right. Uh, but now my my five year old Braley wants to do something. So I'm so I'm thinking like uh, maybe I'll get them out to do something at Cherry Hill. But for sure, I I think they're gonna they're gonna do some center stage stuff at uh, at, at Christmas Eve on tap. Love it, love it. Yeah, fun. we should uh, we should definitely get a little if, if we can get get our song list put together. Yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah, I want to have stuff printed out. There, there may be uh, there may be a couple kids uh, connected with the X or T network that that will wanna sweet want to do something. So, um, so yeah, Tuesday, December twenty fourth. 5 p.m. Uh, at the Tap Room is Christmas Eve on Tap. 201 West Michigan Avenue in Frosty Ypsilanti, <laughs> Michigan. Uh, so hopefully you get out to one of these last, one of these uh, upcoming Tuesday nights, and then we won't meet again until after the New Year. Correct. Uh, so, uh, so hopefully, so we always, we always uh, take off the first Tuesday in January, and uh, so we will be back the second Tuesday night in January for. The new year of Doubt on Tap. Yeah. And Between uh, now and then, we're going to have to put our heads together and uh, figure out what's what coming. Up. That's right. And uh, that will also begin the new season of the Simple Theologian podcast uh, as we as we launch into the new year. And uh, we'll go through the spring. So, yeah. So, that's that's what's coming up uh, here with the Simple Theologians and Doubt on Tap. Uh, and uh, so, we are wrapping up this week our two-week series, uh, our Red and Green series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, capitalism, or the hatred of capitalism by some, uh, and uh, which is why we we went with red that week because you know communists are red, mm, yeah, <laughs> and socialists are red, and uh, we had a great guest last and, week in, in and, the beer. And we didn't want to wa- we didn't want to waste green on that because we wanted to t- we wanted, we wanted to, talk to save about it. Weed. <laughs> That's right. So we had a great guest last week at the Beard, and uh, boy, he was he was fantastic. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that. We just scratched the surface, and oh, well, uh, in. And and this is the thing is, is I know his heart, right? Uh, yeah. For the most part, as much as he can, I guess. It, his his thrust is goodness, right? Yep. That's that's what motivates him, and 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 it's hard, it's hard when you see, uh, a lot of the downsides of capitalism, mm-hmm. when you see a lot of the hurt and the pain, to then hear, well, but it can do. Right, right. It, it can do some good. Well, so it was, so it was really interesting. Um, I was, uh, I was working at at Tim Hortons this week, and yeah. By the way, I got that message uh, uh, that you put out on Facebook or whatever yeah. about about a half hour before you left. Oh, well, there you go. And I was, I was uh, in Ann Arbor. But. Gotcha. So I was, I was sitting there working away, uh, and in this this man came up, uh, and he says. And he was he was clearly clearly Muslim, and uh, and he says, "Ah, you're reading the Bible, studying the Bible. This is so good. This is so good." He was so excited, 
And uh, he says, more people need to read and study the Bible. This country, this amazing country we live in, is founded on the Bible. <laughs> we, need to, we need more people to understand what's going on in the Bible. He says, this country, oh, I came here from Somalia with nothing. I was a carpenter, and I had nothing. But I came to this country, and because I was a carpenter, eventually I was able to own my own company. And so now I own my own company, and I make a great living for my family, and uh, and I teach Arabic over at the mosque, and da da da. It just mm. was. Um, he was just he was so excited. It just, it just oh, got me thinking cool. back about our our capitalism yeah. conversation. And the reality is, is, is his story probably uh, it would be it would have been much more difficult to tell uh, in, in many other countries around the world. Oh, yeah, and sure. uh, and so for him to be able to tell that story, it just it just it just makes me giggle when there's a, there's a few people around our table that somehow somehow every week they're able to bring it back around to how capitalism is is of Satan. Um, and so it's it's so it's so fascinating to hear the, the reverse side, you know, out. And so it's this uh, this this is part of the problem is is we we demonize everything yep. we don't like or we don't fully understand. That's right. I, I it no, I I don't look at any person and see them as fully evil or fully good. Right. I don't look at any system and see it as fully evil or fully good. When when our when our country was founded, not on the Bible, but when our country was founded, <laughs> uh, it was it was with good intentions. It was with um, a desire for something better, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and so it's it, it it's and so yet, hard. It was also founded on the backs of slave labor. Yes, and it, so it, it's, it's this. There's, yeah, it's this good. It's this good and evil. It's it's, this, it's the yin and the yang of it all. Yeah, um, you have to have a good bad split. It, yeah, on I everything. Kind of wish you didn't have to, but um, you try to try to get things to to lean more towards the good, um, but but I don't. And this is this is this is just my probably naive outlook on things, um, but I I tend to try and see the good in everything. Mm-hmm. Now, when I see the harm capitalism causes. It's it's not so much capitalism to blame as it is the corruption of capitalism. And, and it, that's and and, and, and that's, that's an such an important distinction, right? right? It's it's like, you know, it's it's the. You, you could pull it out of the capitalism conversation, and you can move it to, the gun conversation. You can move it right. To you can move it to any kind of yeah. You could you can say move it to Christianity absolutely. There. Christianity are, in the hands of evil men oh, creates there are huge problems, are, also known as Christian nationalism. Yeah, there are phenomenal Christian churches doing amazing things all across this country. And there are quote-unquote Christian churches who claim the name of Christ who are doing irreparable damage yep. to people uh, and, 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 and things bearing the same name, but it's a corruption. Um, and that's, and that's, and that's where we, where we, where we tend to forget, where we tend to demonize the other, where we tend to, uh, uh cast shadows on their humanity. Yep. Uh, so that, so that we can be angry at it. That's right. We have something to blame. And. Uh, other than ourselves. That's right. And, and so it just, uh, so th- these are the kinds of conversations you get from the simple theologians. Yeah. So, uh. It's t- tough. It, so today, um. Today, 
we are talking about Mike's favorite topic in the world. Not my favorite topic in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are we are talking a little bit about about weed, marijuana, MJ. I don't know, grass. Pick Ick, pick your icky sticky. <laughs> pick pick your <laughs> pick your favorite uh, illustrative uh, terminology for it, um, and uh, and so. The conversation uh, Tuesday night was predictable for me um, because I I wasn't certain until we went around that it that it was going to fall out the way it did. Yeah, I mean I I was leaning that way, but I was I was I was hoping there was going to be at least one. <laughs> so what Mike's referring to is is we kind of started the night with a. Just around a, a the table, hey, my name is, and do you, I think, weed should be legalized. And uh, everyone around the table was either, yes, weed should be legalized or um, or should be at least not be illegal. Right. Um, in reference to, to uh, not allowing the government to regulate or tax. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Things, and yeah. so it's, uh, it's an interesting – but, but what the conversation largely was, again – uh, anytime we broach a subject we haven't really talked about, uh, it, it just it it all it almost always is. I'm gonna just keep talking about everything I know about this particular topic, mm-hmm. um, which which it kind of was. Uh, uh, the some of the some of the questions I wanted to I wanted to dive into. People kind of very quickly you turned away from, <laughs> and uh, and didn't didn't engage with, and, and I think largely because. I, they hadn't thought deeply about it, right? And so it's it's harder to harder to engage in some of those uh, more well, more ethereal, uh, in, uh, higher higher yeah the the, the, the bigger picture the questions higher end stuff. So, but the and the reality is here in Michigan uh, is it on a state level uh, recreational marijuana is legal. Yep. Um, it, we're not not going to deal with the the federal implications of things, but but it is legal, and so now. It's it's not uh, sure I'll sign the petition, uh, you know, out mm-hmm. in front of the post office when you're standing there out down at the uh, the festival, whatever's going on, where they're collecting signatures to to get it on the ballots. Um, it is it is now legal, right? Uh, and so it 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 was it was interesting. I thought um, how the the legalization aspect of it went pretty quickly to uh the economic implications right right um it, it, we kind of we kind of skewed back into that capitalism piece um and and taxation and those and mm-hmm. those kinds of things and so and so that that was interesting to me um because one of i i didn't answer the the legalization question uh tuesday not. night I, I kind of took my my moderator's uh, privilege and, and didn't answer, and you know I I am for for a while I've been uh, I've been pro legalization, um, primarily from uh, a justice perspective mm-hmm. uh, because the uh, the criminalization and. and Particularly, the criminalization of of marijuana has uh, disproportionately uh, impacted the poor and uh, and the minority populations uh, in 
in in the country. Um, and uh, and so, but what's what has also been interesting uh, is I've now that now that it is legal here in Michigan, uh, and it's been and it's been legalized in a number of other states. And soon enough, uh, it'll be legal in all fifty states. Um, what what has been interesting though is is the implications of it becoming a a legal business uh, because uh, some of the some of the questions regarding justice uh, really um, just change and and so uh, they they change to uh, kind of the questions of you know how do you how do you how do you lower the barriers for people to get in, to pe- for people to be a part of 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 this new cash crop of this new um, significant uh, enterprise that's that's already making stupid amounts of money oh my uh, gosh, yeah. in, in in the state uh, the impact that it's had on places like Colorado have been uh, well reported um, as far as their their financial boom to their tax base. Um, and, and yet because, because it's legal, because it's reg- now regulated by the state, there are significant financial barriers and systemic barriers, uh, for the undereducated, for, uh, those who are from, uh, lower economic statuses, to be able to get into this business, to start their own companies, to get, uh, to get the permits, to do mm-hmm. the things uh, that need to be done now, and, and so we've traded from a, I think from a justice perspective, we have now traded one set of problems for another, both, both, with either the same or very similar outcomes, um, and, and that is. Uh, that if you, you know, you're you're just getting there by a different route, right? And so, um, did, as I was doing research for this week's conversation, I found a great a great little article in, in Rolling Stone that kind of walks through some of the myths of um, the myths and facts of of marijuana. Uh, and one of them was regarding uh, the uh, the number of people who are in prison regarding right. re- regarding marijuana, and I, and I heard the myth uh, quoted a number of times Tuesday night, and the myth is that people who are in there's just there's there's just there's millions of people in prison, um, who who have who are in prison because they they got caught smoking weed or they had some possession, right, uh, and that and that's 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 a myth that that is not that is not reality um in the rolling stone article nationwide uh with with marijuana as far as just possession and people in jail uh the the number was 40,000 nationwide which which is a lot all right i, I don't want to try to minimize um that but the vast majority of of people who who go to prison for uh, for marijuana it are people who had enough, who had so much that it went to um, intent to uh, to distribute. 
and uh, and then also had other drugs, <laughs> other illicit drugs in their possession, along with marijuana. Right. Uh, and so, and so those, some of so, so that that was a myth, but we still get to the we still get to the place though of people who are being jailed, um, who are going to be jailed, not necessarily for having marijuana, but they can be jailed for selling marijuana without a permit. They're going to be jailed uh, potentially for uh, not not you know paying paying their fees and so this becomes this now again just becomes another justice issue with regards to to this question and and that was that was something we didn't we we, i brought that up and we steered from it very quickly Um, because i don't i don't think people are are comfortable with the reality that this thing that they're so excited about happening uh still has significant justice issues and still has significant negative, uh, potentially has negative impacts on uh, those who are undereducated, those who are uh, socioeconomically at the at the at the lowest ends of our society, and are uh, people who are the most vulnerable in our society. This doesn't fix that. This this changes some things, but it does not fix. Uh, those systemic issues that I think a lot of people were hoping it would. And I think it's something that we need to take a serious and hard look at and kind of ask, okay, how do we, how do we deal with this? Yeah. This is, this is the issue we come to with a lot of things, right? We, we, we talk about uh, pollution from automobiles and think about, well, the electric car, that's the solution. Well, Creating batteries for electric cars causes pollution too. Significant right? you're trading, problems. You're trading one problem for another. You're, uh, and it may it, it may look better um, uh, creating the the batteries for uh, electric cars may not pollute the air, but it may pollute the water. It may you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, any any number of uh, of things. And so you know we can. Uh, I'm I'm. I think it's a step in the right direction, uh, the legalization, um, but it's also something that I think uh, we're we're going to need to be really careful with. And given given the system we're in, we're probably not going to be really careful with it. Probably um, not. It it, it is. Uh, yeah, it's it, it it's the same with with anything. You make you make a change, somebody. Uh, is going to figure out how to profit, uh, and in in a lot of cases, when you're making that profit, uh, it means the poor stay poor and mm-hmm. get poor, um, which is which is part of the part of the capitalism, the argument against capitalism uh, that uh, that folks make. Uh, well, and and what's so interesting to me though is is when it comes when for for marijuana in particular. Um, The opposite is true here, so it's it's not so much uh, the the issue isn't so isn't as much about the free market. The issue is is more about um, the regu- the regulatory problem that 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 creates the injustice, um, the uh, the need for uh, high you know costly 
costly permits and in those kinds of things whereas in a if, if if marijuana if we had really a free market uh somebody could work hard and grow their own and set up their shop on on the side of the road or 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 out of their home or whatever and sell and and make and make money i.e. the bla- what the black market has been doing right, right. um and and now because it's legal uh there's going to be a significant crackdown on the black market because the government because the the state of Michigan is going to want its money it's going to want its cut and and i disagree with a couple of people around the table who say that it's never going to be legalized at the federal level it's going to be legalized no, at the yeah. federal level because the, the federal government wants is going to want its cut like this is how money works this right. is how taxes work if they see that this is actually producing significant tax revenue um the federal government's going to jump on this at some point and and, and i just and folks who think that the black market is gonna is gonna survive, um, I think are just are just wildly mistaken. Whereas if it were more free market, where you had significant, where you didn't have those barriers to to permits and those kinds of things. See, but those um, the permits and those kinds of things are barriers for all sorts of businesses. Exactly. Right. You, right. you you if you want to open a bar, you got to have a liquor license, and right? it's you gotta super have expensive. It is. Um, and this, and and this, and this is the conversation that, and it's it's so often I think people, right. people who who want to just scream, you know, capitalism, capitalism. It, well, the issue oftentimes that's causing the injustices isn't the cat, isn't isn't the free market. The issue that causes the injustices oftentimes is is the taxation and the the permitting and these things that we've put in place via our you know our, our governmental mm-hmm. bureaucracies so that the government gets as much of the pie as it can get well that's ultimately that's what is creating these injustices because that that at the most fundamental level is not allowing somebody to to get into the game and to and to really create their own thing because it's created such a barrier for for the mom who's just trying to get by mm-hmm. right she's she's or or the the single dad who's just trying to get by the single dad the single mom whoever it might be or or the the mom and dad who who are or, you know who are living paycheck to paycheck they're never going to get to that financial position to be able to meet the minimum standard to buy. Let's say they they dream about opening a bar, right? We talked about last week. How hard would it be? How hard is it for somebody to to put away a nest egg of the tens of thousands of dollars is required just to get your permit? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, and that's not put in by the free market. That's put in by the regulatory body. And so, so these systemic injustices are way more are, are 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 so beyond some of these some of these questions regarding capitalism because th- this is this is more of well, the I mean I mean it, we could get into a really circular argument about it because uh, I'm 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 quite certain when we're when we're dealing with some of that regulation it's it's come out of lobbies from. Uh, 
from the folks who can afford uh, ten grand for a liquor license uh, to keep the competition down, right? So, so, so there's that aspect. It's not just the government wanting their their cut. Uh, it is uh, people within within the economic system of capitalism too wanting to keep competition down, because the 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 more competition you have, the lower prices you have to have, the less money you make. Um, whereas the you have less competition, um, you have you have uh, uh, lines out your door because you're one of the only places to get it. And so, isn't isn't that fascinating though? Like you think about you think about what you, you think about that reality. And I don't disagree with you. Right. I think that's I think that's a significant part of it. So the people we're looking to to try to fix the issue are, are the very ones who are beholden to 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 people who are who some would say have created the issue, who've created the, the injustice, right? So the reality is is that is our our government, our officials, they they have they have the ability to deregulate to um, to remove some of these things like um, permit, you know, the, the the high cost of permits and that kind of thing. You can make a permit ten bucks. You, you you could. You don't have to have it be thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, but it's thousands and thousands of dollars, perhaps because of competitors who are more powerful that have come in and said, "Hey, you're going to set this so that I don't have to have as much competition." So, so what do you do? How, how do you see th this is this is these are the unintended con consequences when when you when you take something like marijuana and have and have now legalized and have now opened this have now opened this door. Especially, um, these conversations need to be had by those of us who, when we looked at legalization, said, "I want it because of a." from a justice perspective, not because I necessarily want to uh, go out and, and, and use this, use this particular right. uh, thing. And, and these, these are the conversations that are, I think are going to be most important moving forward regarding, they're, regarding marijuana. They're, they're going to be important. The, the, the issue that we're always going to come back to with any of these things, when we're dealing with government regulation, when we're dealing with, uh, uh, the influence of lobbyists on on the government and its impact on on our economy and those kinds of things, we're always going to come back to um, people don't give up power, right? Nope. Those that have power are going to do everything they can to keep it. So while I completely agree that. Um, Permitting should not be so out of reach for people. Um, I also I also know those in power are not going to give that up. Yeah, and so and so it's so interesting, right? Because so so inherent in like in, in what you were talking about, the the solution to this is a more free market. And but yet, to do that makes people give up power, right? And so this is, and but who are the, and so who are the people that, that have most of the power? It's, it's a lot of people who are complaining, who, who yell some of the loudest. About the, they're uh, not being a free market. About, about, 
yeah, about their about the need to not have a free market, oh, yeah. right? Um, because I think some of our friends around the table who hate who say they hate capitalism. Th- this is this is where you watch them you watch them spin a little it, bit it, it, because because to to flatten the power structure is to free them. It, it really in a lot of ways is to free up the market so that your next door. Na- I'm not saying your next door neighbor is doing this, but so your next door neighbor could you know can can grow harvest sell i think she's in her 90s and, and make and make and make significant make us you know make a living off of off of her marijuana supply like she should be able to do that that would flatten that flattens things that that creates opportunities that and that allows that allows people in uh, the most vulnerable to begin right. to take some of these steps and and again that's great but it and and it and I don't and I don't disagree. It is how do you convince people with power to give it up? Um, that is uh, uh, that <laughs> that is probably the question of our time, right? Because nobody nobody thinking or sane wants civil war. That wants bloody revolution. Um, but historically, um, that's how how power changes hands. Um, we may we may have peaceful transition of power when it comes to the president and right. things like that. But that's uh, all that is is uh, uh, it, it, that's a masquerade. That's a shifting of of who wears the mantle. It's still the powerful people with the power yeah. with the money making. Right. Because the reality is is that the United States is an oligarchy. Correct. Um, and, that, and that's not to say that we're not a you know, a, a democratic republic because we are. We're but, democratic republic oligarchy. But the only people who, <laughs> but but the reality is, is you ju- the, the people by and large who are able to to ascend to places of power are those who are, who are wealthy. Yeah. Um. You know, it, even we, it, even if even if the the folks on the stage at the democratic debates all try to convince everybody that they're poor. Right. Um. We we all we, know they're not. Right. Which which is which is why um we. We will come to a table like that on tap, and we will have people that that bemoan capitalism, not because capitalism itself is the problem, but um, it, because it. Is, I mean, it is. It is. This conversation is far too nuanced, mm-hmm. right, to have there, and so you you lump it in this capitalism, and it's not really capitalism; it's the corruption of capitalism. Uh, it's the it's, it's the, the way capitalism is wielded. Right. It, it's the power grab of it, mm-hmm. uh, of it all. Um, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, what I want the government to regulate is, you know, uh, making sure the product that's coming out isn't going to kill us. Sure. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with, with an EPA or an FDA or those kinds of things. Um, I think those are, those are needed for protection of people yep. um but but when it comes to yeah when it comes to it's you want to you want to grow weed in your basement and and sell it and and make a business out of it it sh- it shouldn't cost you well and, and it's the, the and, down payment on a house and, and so it's funny because you know the government would flip around and say you're right pastor mike we do need we do need people to make sure that the that the marijuana that gets sold is clean 
That's why. That's why that's, we need fifty thousand dollar permits or ten thousand dollar permits from everybody. Right. And and I would come back and say no. That's why we need to spend less on our military, uh, less on on building machines of war. Right. Uh, and and more on on what's going to help the people. Yep. Yeah. It, it, these are it, these are and so so the. Some of you, may, some of you, here's the reality. I know some of you listen to this podcast have probably already turned this off because you were, you're, you're, you were really disap- You may be disappointed in the way the the direction this thing and went. Yet you're still talking um, to them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, because there may be some who are just gluttons for punishment, and and you know, if you were if you were tuning in to to kind of listen to, you know, us just kind of talk about, you know, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what, but regarding marijuana but these these are the kinds of things when it comes to questions of justice we have to wrestle through this stuff this is where i think those of us who say we follow jesus these these are the depths of places we go much well beyond is marijuana good or bad should people smoke marijuana or not smoke marijuana those are those are such boring questions to me and they are, they are questions that I just, I just don't think are, um, I don't know. They're, they're just not. They're just not all that interesting, and they're not ones I necessarily want to spend a lot of time working through. Like we could have spent this whole podcast talking about, you know, is is smoking marijuana good or bad, uh, and that that would have been no different than a, a con, uh, you know, a conversation about. Alcohol. <laughs> Should you, is drinking alcohol good or bad? These are all matters of conscience that, that Paul says, uh, you know, it, do, do what you're going to do in faith. Right. Because um, it, it's not the right question. The question is, is it just? Is, is how we are handling these issues, are, are we handling them in a way that is just? Are we handling them in a way um, that is... Uh, that is going to by and large help the least of these. Yeah. And, and those are the questions that, that we have to get to. So, so here's it. So we had this conversation, uh, Tuesday night. And, uh, and one of the things that, that we talked about was how, uh, uh, people were lined up outside dispensaries when it was legalized. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. That's and be a great people, story. People, people were handing out, uh, uh, free joints to all the people waiting in line, and and all this stuff, and uh, and that they sold out, and they made nearly two million dollars in the first week um, on this stuff, uh, and so so little backstory: my my wife suffers from uh, chronic headaches, migraines, and uh, cluster headaches, and there's very very little we can do to touch it. Uh, when it happens, uh, she has an oxygen machine and and all these things. And she Wednesday morning, I woke up to her already hitting the oxygen. It was going to be a bad day, mm. and uh, so I went and I, I had breakfast and I did some work and I and I said, "Screw it, I'm going to go. I'm uh, it's it it's legal in the state. I'm going to go and I'm going to pick her up like a pack of gummy bears or whatever they do, right? And uh, and talk to somebody and see what's going to be best for." You know, whatever. So I decide to go. I find a place nearby, ish, uh, uh, and and I go, and like, there are cars all over the place. 
I had a hard time finding a place to park. And I go to head towards the front door, and like the, all these white tents lined up. Um, that's to cover the line so that people have uh, protection from the wind hmm. uh, and the cold. And you go in, and it's it's these pop-up tents with frickin' propane heaters spaced throughout because people are waiting. I get there, and there are probably 100 people ahead of me at least. Wow. And uh, And I'm waiting in line. And uh, and I'm thinking, man, I'm just going to leave. And then I look behind me, and there are more than 100 people behind me at this point. And I'm like, uh, maybe I'd be stupid to leave at this <laughs> point, right? And, uh, and I waited uh, in line just to get into the building for an hour and a half. Wow. Uh, and this is what I noticed with, with the people around me. There were people... Uh, who were definitely there for the recreational value of it. There was a big group right in front of me from Ohio. Um, who they came. should not have allowed them to have any. Right. Um, I, I think they did though. But anyway, well, that is um, that is disappointing. Uh, yes. I won't be. Um, I will never go to that particular store since uh, they serve those people. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, people. Yeah, no, I'm no, kidding, no. kidding. It's a um, joke. But so so. So this happens, you go in, they, you, you know, you give them your license and everything gets, like, they have an exact record of what I bought with, like, a picture of my license kind of deal. They yeah. Know. Um, but uh, I've, I found it, the fact that they're, you know, uh, putting propane in dozens of these things to keep people warm while they wait, the orderliness of which they're doing it to try and make it fair for everybody to go in, uh, and then pricing, I expected I was only going to be able to afford like one thing, right? And it's a cash only, or, so they have ATMs there you can use. But I expect I was only going to be able to afford uh, one thing to to try, which frustrated me because I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this one thing, but there's going to be a bunch of different things we can, you know. And uh, and come to find out, their prices were extremely reasonable. Hmm. Um, and and I was able to get a few different things, uh, different styles for Bree to try um, when these headaches come on. Um, and I got home, and she didn't know I was doing this. I got home after two hours in the cold. Um, and I'm sure she thought I was off writing or something. And I said, don't be mad. Um, but this is what I did because... It, uh, th- this this was an important thing for us. This is right. something we wanted to try, and we've we've done piecemeal here and there and had some success, but we wanted something that we could do on the regular. So um, uh, she tried, and it was uh, – it, it, with this one, she said the pain didn't go away, but she didn't care about it. Hmm. Um, which which is an improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, she was able to to function and move and and interact with the kids without it severely hurting her. Right. Um, but yeah, there were people people from Ohio. There were people who were definitely, definitely, definitely there uh, for the recreational value of it. But what I what I saw a whole lot of was was people who have been hurting and in pain. Because uh, one of the guys up at the front that kind of lets you in once you're in, they let you into the store piece, mm-hmm. um, w- was asking, you know, are, are you let your bud tender know what uh, what you need. If you just want something that's going to knock you out on the couch for the weekend, if you want something that's going to help with your back pain, your headaches, whatever. And he, and he asked how many people are here because 
you just want to get high and how many people are here because pain and and i would i would say uh, the vast majority were people who are in pain hmm. um some of them very visibly uh, uh limps and back aches and mm-hmm. and and things of that nature and uh and where other pain meds haven't been able to touch it or other pain meds are too addictive or um and so so yeah it's uh i it's handled as professionally as it, more professionally than I thought it was going to be. Sure. Um, and and people were knowledgeable, and um, uh, it was it was very uh, very nice to that extent. Um, but where I where I was made sad was uh, uh, people. It, 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 the 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 fully recreational aspect of it. Um, I I could see that. The the pain, um, from from it, not trying to escape physical pain, but maybe maybe mental pain, maybe situational pain, um, and and that and that that hurts. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me sad, and it makes me sad when when I see people uh, escaping pain with alcohol and escaping pain with with other drugs. So it's not just a just a, a, a that kind of thing, but. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I, I was actually glad to see that a lot of the people, at least that day, uh, were there because they're, they're seeking relief from, yeah. from chronic pain. Um, and, you know, and for a lot of people, that's, that's all that works right now. Yep. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy, uh, for the legalization at that aspect, I hope we make some better decisions, uh, more just decisions when it comes to how we regulate and tax and permit things, uh, not just in, in the marijuana industry, but, but across the board, uh, because, um, uh, you know, it, you're, you're not wrong. Um, uh, a freer free market uh, is, uh, can, can help solve some, some of the bigger issues we have right now. All right, guys. Uh, our time is up, and uh, for those of you that that may notice some really crappy editing uh, about nine minutes ago or so, <laughs> uh, it's it's due to the fact that we record this on my phone uh, with Anchor.fm, and every once in a while a phone call comes in and screws up the recording, uh, and so uh, so we apologize for for the the gaff because I forgot to turn on air, airplane mode, uh, so I own it, and uh, you know. Next week, maybe, uh, maybe we record on the iPad that doesn't get phone calls. I have to turn that off because my iPad gets phone calls. <laughs> 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 so, um, guys, uh, seriously, want to reiterate again: please come out Tuesday night, uh, December seventeenth, eight o'clock, at the Tap Room, which is located at two hundred one West Michigan Avenue, for our Doubt on Tap White Elephant Gift Exchange, uh, benefiting the Hope Clinic. You know they uh, say that. Uh, 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 it's the most wonderful time of the year, uh, and and this is part of what makes it that. I, think. Uh, I tell you, it's it. The, when we made the switch to last year, it it was it was a game changer for me. Like I loved I I love the gag gift aspect of things, and that's great. But but man, to to load up a car, uh, I was never so happy to open a gift of hygiene products and uh, right. as I was at, at that white elephant, knowing that it's going to go to somebody who really needs it. Yeah, it's fantastic, and we will have a link uh, 
in the show notes. Actually, what I'll do is, is for this particular show, I'll make uh, I'll make the shopping list, uh, the cover art for this episode, but we'll also have a link to to that image, uh, and we'll also link to our Facebook uh, for, for to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash doubt on tap, and facebook.com slash simple theologian. Uh, connect with us at, at both those places on our Simple Theologian page. We do have a group uh, that that as we move into 2020, we're going to do a lot more with as far as uh, engaging in conversation and discussions and, and that kind of thing. And so, uh, g- go join that. Be a part of be a part of the the growing community uh, with Simple Theologian. And uh, you can always connect with me on Twitter at Daniel M Rose, and you can connect with Mike at Rev Mike UMC. And uh, and uh, if uh, you're up for another podcast, check out my my latest one. My newest one's called the Revcast. You can find it wherever you get uh, podcasts. Uh, check out the the hashtag Lovewell podcast that Dan does. Yep. Um, you can it, catch you can catch my podcast and, and what I'm writing at on my website DanielMrose.com and RevMikeUMC.com. So, uh, you know, my friends, uh, until next week, I'm Dan. I'm Mike. We are. The The Simple Simple Theologians. Theologians. Peace. Peace.